Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. Steve Vogt speaking over the weekend as this team gets ready for their first full squad workout today. Steve Vogt said he's just trying to be himself, not another version of Tito. No, um, and I think a lot of that's because of the people here. Tito's made himself available as a resource to me. And hearing his take on that, I'm not trying to be somebody other than me. I've never shied away from the fact that I don't have experience. I've never shied away from the fact that I've never done this. That's why I think it's it was good they went outside. It, it, in a way, I, I think it was good they went outside the organization. Like, I, this is a very complex thing to say. Like with Sandy Alomar, Sandy Alomar is so well-liked by the fan base. I kind of... I kind of would like him to go, if he wants to be a manager, go somewhere else to do it. Because I don't want to have to judge Sandy Alomar based on managerial decisions and that such. Like, it would change, I think, the way some people see him at that moment about the legendary status he has with a lot of would you be soft Indians fans. Uh, well, I I would, yes. You would, yes, yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I, mean, I think a lot of people would. Yeah. You wouldn't. You said Friday you're harder on people than me, and I, I would probably agree with that. Yeah. But um, I, I, I think with Sandy Alomar... And this is kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Like I, I, I would like him to have a chance to manage in the big leagues. I just would like him to manage somewhere else first, and then if he did a good job, it's like okay, let's see if we can bring him back. Because I, I want him to work out some of the flaws and some of the other things with somebody else, and not have to deal with the slings and arrows of, of what has to be a being a big league manager to what is still a passionate fan base. For Stephen Vote, though, it's good that he's from the outside because you didn't see the day to day stuff with Terry Francona, so you're not likely to act like him and two mm-hmm. it's very very difficult for the guy who's when a guy leaves on good terms like Terry Francona did if one of his assistants take over they tend to want to do an impression of him and it's very hard to find your own voice because that's what's comfortable that's what they know it's like all sorts of radio people and then they're producers right it's like uh, they're producers get the get the show and oh you sound just like Jim Rome how about that we are ultimately an influence yeah. of who yeah we ultimately sound like who we who are influenced by certainly for sure but uh and I think Ken and I have very different thoughts on <laughs> what happened in World War II. It's the same. <laughs> Would you stop it? The good old US of A won. That's, That's right. what happened. There we go. Back to back champs. That's why we always high five over. Good God almighty. Now, I wonder myself, though, I wonder if I'm going to be a little easier on Stephen Vogt in the front just because of uh, things like he said right there. He, he keeps reminding us, Ken, how he's new to this. 
He didn't get the job because he was 100% new to this. He got the job because he was in earshot of correct counsels who's who considered to be one of the best managers in the game, right? That's that's why he got the job, all things considered. I, I But he keeps reminding us, this is the first time I've ever done this. I don't know what I don't know. He keeps playing that card. And I wonder a couple months in if I'm going to be looking at him like, well... You really, said you didn't can't know. really expect everything out of the guy. He's he admitted to us up front. There's going to be a learning curve here. Well, then you blame I can't, the people I can't who hire judge him. him. Well, that's what I would have to yeah. do. And if it ends up in a situation where he is making mind-numbingly stupid decisions, I am going to blame Antonetti and Chernoff and that trust more than I'm going to blame him. And I know that already. Uh, I think that that's a. I think that that's a point well taken by that. Um, Especially when if we find out some of the other names that are there, and, and again, if if Sandy Alomar is right there for a lot of people, and things aren't going the way they think that they should, then people are going to start clamoring about that. I, I mean, still they went think through though, nearly fifty names. Kind of. I still think though that you know with this, I, I mean, how much am I really to expect out of this out of this lineup? How much am I really to expect this year out of this rotation? The rotation's pretty good. The lineup, I got to find some power somewhere in there. Uh, hopefully, you're able to develop it. I don't want to go into the season downtrodden because it's baseball, and I think baseball is the one where it's fun, where it's like I cannot guarantee any team is just going to do terribly, horrifically bad because of the sport and the nature of the game. But I don't want to go and, and overemphasize how much I expect out of him because I, I do think that this is going to be a bit of a build. LeBron James, he was in NBA All-Star Weekend. He said, uh, not sure about it's a farewell tour, but retirement is on his mind. I have not mapped out how many seasons I have left. I know it's not that many. I also don't know if I will kind of take the farewell tour or will you kind of just Tim Duncan it. I'm 50-50 because there's times where I feel like I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus. That seems cool. But the other side, I've never been that great with accepting praise. It's a, it's a weird feeling for me. I never really talked about it much, but it's just a weird feeling for me. So, But I am a Laker. Happy and been very happy being a Laker the last six years. And hopefully it stays that way. But I don't have the, I don't have the answer to how long it is or which uniform I'll be in. Hopefully it is with the Lakers. It's a great organization and so many greats, but, but we'll see. I don't know how it's going to end, but it's coming. Man, it's been six years already? Six years? Yeah. With yeah. the Lakers? Yeah, yeah. 2018, 2018. Holy we go. cow, where does the time go? Uh, do you, uh, he owes. He does owe it to the league and he owes it to his fans to have a, have a goodbye tour, have a farewell tour. Yeah, I never realized how stupid I sound when I when I myself am like I'm not a big compliment guy. I don't I don't deal with them well. I don't I don't take a, a good praise the best. I wish I was better at that. I just sound like an idiot, don't I? That I mean that was LeBron. LeBron doesn't take compliments well. LeBron doesn't take praise well. LeBron is like the biggest look at me, Louie. I think we know. Uh, well, he loves this stuff. Look at me, what? Look at me, Louie. Like does things to what you know draw that? attention to him. So that's a look at me, Louie. It's it's a term that people use. I've never heard that in my entire life. I don't know what to tell you, man. You taught me something last week. I taught you something today. What did I teach you last week? I didn't remember it, so it wasn't taught very I well. I didn't teach but, you uh... anything. That's why I didn't become a teacher. <laughs> Is that it? Yes. I... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Listen, I, I think LeBron, I think there's a couple things at play here. And I watched a lot of Bronny Jr. this past weekend because, you know, gambling and such. And USC's on late Good at night. God almighty, look the at you. The man is a... He's, he's a defensive presence. There's no doubt about it. He's got good handles, a uh, good passer, but he is not an NBA player. He is. When you watch him, you, if you didn't know his last name, if it didn't say James on the back of it, you'd be like, this, this kid is not making it to the NBA. There's no chance. So I don't know what his timeline is in regards to uh, Bronny making it to the pros, and I also don't know his timeline in relation to this Vegas expansion team guy. He, like, this is his gold watch. The NBA is giving him this expansion team as his version of a gold watch. Where did you hear this? It's common knowledge at this point common in time. It's knowledge. basically, it might as well be common knowledge. MJ got the Hornets. LeBron gets this. You it's, know what? That's fine. As long as he doesn't own the Cavs. I do well, not want him to own the Cavs. But he also has to be retired. So he also has yeah. to kind of like speed this whole thing up. I would imagine Adam Silver wants to get in Vegas while Vegas is still having this renaissance right now. I mean, it might very well be possible about the whole Vegas thing. That's 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 fine. I mean, I've heard a little bit of it. I didn't know it was common knowledge that this it's was just going to happen. I mean, it's there. It's 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 one of the uh, least final decisions, final decisions the NBA's ever it's fine. seen. That's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. I just thought it was a little bit. I'm like, whoa, oh, it's, it's just a certainty there. Yeah. Which I, again, I, I'm glad. I'd be happy for him, I guess. But I, I just don't want him to. I don't want well, him to hurry, be. If he doesn't hurry up, maybe Adam Silver's going to change his mind. Well, I, I just don't want him to be the, the owner of the Cavs. I think that that. He's a businessman, and he'd run the team like a business. And I, oh no, I, I think a lot think, of people wouldn't like that. I think the Gilberts are going to own that one for uh, your mind. That's perfectly fine. Is basically, is the, that, the idea there. And they run that team mostly like their fans, and I'm, I'm. That can lead to serious pitfalls when owners run teams like fans. I mean, you look at some of the messes out there in professional sports where owners have ran teams like a fan, and it's it's ran it right into the ground. But they've shown a willingness to spend. And I, I think that that's a perfectly fine thing. Only but I think a businessman usually would run it like a business. I think LeBron would run it like a business. Only way they wouldn't is if the Pistons came available. Did and the I, Pistons I don't become available a few years ago. I don't know that that I don't know that that would be enough. I'd have to backtrack that. I just in my mind, he's just such a Michigan guy. He's such yeah. a Detroit guy. If like if they, if the ability there to own a Detroit sports team became open, yeah, but he owns like a half a lake right there, like a nice sea of of. Ohio and Michigan, because he owns so many buildings in downtown Detroit. I mean, a lot of real estate owns is so owned much by him. In, so much in Detroit. And yeah. he also, he spent, what, like, how many hundreds of millions of dollars has he given to Michigan State and that athletic department? It's uh, it's insane. A lot to count. Lots a whole count. lot to count. According to Mary Kay Cabot, Deshaun Watts is set to begin, begin throwing again in March and could so at the beginning of the month in just a couple of weeks. Watson, 28, has played in just 12 games for the Browns over the last two seasons. Your thoughts on Deshaun Watson throwing in March? Seems like he's on the timeline, and hopefully he'll be okay. Yeah, I I wanted to make some sort of big proclamation or something attached to this. I got I got nothing really groundbreaking off of this. It's like I I first off I I like that we know his timeline. Yes. I think that's good. I think that's important. I ultimately though I there's a lot of trust in listening to Deshaun in these podcasts, and then the idea that he's just going to get back there and be all right. I I I I don't know why in my mind I Please. thought he was already doing more. 
based off of just some of the little things, uh, but I, I guess maybe not. That's I was a major surgery to your shoulder. No, I, no I, I get that. I just, yeah. I, I, we hadn't been told the timeline. We didn't know. Now we know. Uh, moving on with a couple, we'll bring this up again a little bit later. Moving on though, uh, there was a little blurb here in a Football Morning in America. This would have been yesterday morning, mm-hmm. not last night, but yesterday morning from Peter King. In his one of his notes sections here says what he's feeling good about, feeling good about Cleveland and Philadelphia in Brazil on the evening of Friday, September sixth. That's all he wrote. It's all Peter King wrote. I there love you go. it. I love it. Can you say it no. again? What do you mean no? He is feeling good about Cleveland and Philadelphia the night of September sixth, Friday, September sixth. It would be the kickoff oh, weekend. Just go ahead and book your travel. Yeah, yeah. No. Feel terrible about it. Why? High school football is a big deal in the state of Ohio. So now you're going to have to make changes. Oh, now that's, that's a, that's that's a night game. Point. That's a night game. That means that if I'm an athletic director, I'm working together. If we can move this thing to Saturday night, so we have to do laws. That. We have laws Thursday in this country night. that forbid that, but they're playing in a different country. Exactly. So you can. I brought. Was that something I said to you, or was that I said to another co-host? It's another common knowledge thing, and I don't know what to tell you. They did not know when I told them that. They had no idea there was that law. That you can't have an NFL game within got, 100 miles of a current a, high school game. It got talked a lot about with the Amazon Prime game recently because mm-hmm. they did that one Friday at three o'clock, that Dolphins game, mm-hmm. and that's that's how that's that's when it came up a ton. Well, you're certainly further than 100 miles from any high school game, unless someone wants to stick it to them. Hey, Eds, let's get on it. You guys travel. Wants to go down to Brazil <laughs> and host Canisius or something from Buffalo and head on down there. I hear the St. Ed's backers of Brazil. is It's a good contingent. It's oh, a, it's, they got a nice bar down there. It's yeah. wild. So the problem with it, too, is that normally, so these, these games that they play in Europe, the time difference is so great that they play it early in the morning, right? Like, yeah, we're only like an hour or two different, yeah, right? Yeah, Brazil's like the same time zones, basically. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I think and that's why they're doing it on a Friday to be in prime time. Is that week three of the high school football season? I believe so. Yeah, they start high school football now on August tenth or something. Yeah, because everything's like TBA on the times. Because I'm looking. I know at last it going, year the week one, my kids didn't start school until like August twenty third, and week one was the week before that. Hmm. Ohio State plays Western Michigan on Saturday, September seventh. I imagine that would be an earlier in the day game. Yeah. That's got to be a noon kick. All right, right, so then you think about it. Well, they played Akron one time on a Saturday night, for crying out loud. They're going to play Akron again? I don't, they, think, they I don't think your, with Akron your John Madden bus doesn't go to Brazil. No. But high school football is a big deal around these parts. Wouldn't like wouldn't like that. I like it for the Browns playing week one instead of like week 15. Gotta do what you got to do. Week eight or week 10. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. And that is it for about last night. Up next, there is one good all-star game left, and it's not who you think. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.